0: find them that's easy to testify to and witness to you'll find that's been to church they know nothing about God almost zero about God I'm on one right now the Pope teaches those he speaks and I thought will he just say something? to be ugly I'm just like nothing is said listen there's a hungry world that's my point there's a hungry world out there seeking dreaming amen fantasizing about a communication and a walk with God and then I get it amen and so wow I feel like going 100 degrees I'm like Brother Haring, just I feel like I've been shot out of a cannon <laughs> hallelujah whatever that feels like I don't know praise God while y'all stand I'll try to get you seated in just a moment sometime back I attempted to preach a message entitled having favor with God and of course I had to drop something to put this one in here because it wouldn't go in by you know on my app amen so I just changed it to favor with God I can't get away from that who gets favor with God I heard a message one time that God has favors and maybe I messed around with it and maybe preached a little bit about it at least the thought amen Favor with God. God does give some people certain favors. Oh no, he deals with everybody the same. you know what? He has well maybe see like we have a personality like what we got that's where we got it from. We were created in his image. Not just the person, but but you know, the soul, the spirit. You know when we get angry, guess what? Where we got that from? We got that from God. God gets angry, okay? discouraged, disappointed we got that from God so that tells us that God has those emotions and those feelings just like we do hallelujah and so what does he think about me what does he feel about how I act and what I do and sometimes what I don't do now, see, he has feelings about that and so I'll just begin to look in the scripture not many because this is a Sunday we can't get too deep here we won't get too deep you know but we just throw out enough for we to grab hold it's biblical that God has certain feelings and I believe he does have favorites he favors us for a reason or two in there All right, hallelujah and you can go from one end of the Bible I certainly don't have time to do all of this but but I felt like we should talk about this again maybe go a little farther uh, on this subject of favor with God amen hallelujah And, and, and is there anyone who would not want to be favored hallelujah amen by the all sufficient (laughs) One, hallelujah amen I mean the one who spoke in darkness vanished he said let there be light amen and it came to be before there was a sun and the moon and the sun before any of that was created he just let there be light and there was light amen sounds pretty powerful pretty big amen to me Hallelujah. He spoke to his own creation on that stormy night. And I'm going to get to my scripture in just a moment. Amen. When his disciples were about to give up, they were about to lose hope. And he came walking on the water and he said, peace be still. Amen. And the wind and the waves obeyed him. You know what? They have no choice but to obey him. I remember in the old days, I talk about it once in a while. We used to wrestle people down that had demons in them. Don't talk about it too much. But I got a little braver and a little bolder with demons. Woo, you know, demon. You know, you know what? Jesus never did that, and we learned that we don't have to do that. We don't have to wrestle anybody and let them take over the service and mess up our worship service and stop us from preaching. That's what the way they did it. Oh, the person needs deliverance, so we got to take care of this one person. while well, there's a hundred or two or three, or everybody's there that's doing without, just waiting on us to wrestle this guy out. God has so much power and he's given us some of that power and some of that authority, and what we do is just like he does. We speak, and, and let me just say this where it'll be really, really clear. We don't have to beg and hope and maybe the demons, no, no, no. The, when we speak in the name of Jesus, some of y'all need to hear what I'm saying. And when we speak to those demon spirits, amen, in the name that's above every name, the name that every knee's gonna bow to, Everybody's in this world is gonna bow Amen. And out of this world is going to confess too. The demon has no choice. It's not left up to him. He has to go. He has to go. Amen. So we as Christians, we have to understand that part of it. I'm going to say the name of Jesus till my throat sore, and I'm going to keep on saying it. That's a good thing, all right. But I'm not doing all of that. Amen. In fact, if we say it enough that The demons might just get get nervous and get dizzy, you know, and fall out or something. I don't know. No, you just need to say it one good time where he can hear it. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I take authority over you in Jesus' name. And nobody has to get upset. Hallelujah. Praise God. But the wind, the elements, the waves, they obeyed him. Who would not long to be in favor with such a one? Hallelujah. Genesis, the sixth chapter, verse five through eight. I'll just just throw out part of this, right? In fact, two scriptures here real quick. Noah found grace in the eyes of God. This is another word for favor. Noah found grace. And I'm gonna get down to my scripture in a moment. And then in, in Luke 1 and 30, grace, by the way, is benefit. It's preference. That's what it is, all right? Amen. Then in Luke 1 and 30, when the angel came to Mary, amen, a, a young Jewish girl, scared amen when the angel was in her presence and the angel said unto her fear not Mary that's the first message that God wants to get across to all of us anybody got any fears worries all of, you know, I don't know how this is going. you know stop fearing stop doing that and why because it's in God's hands fear not Mary for thou hast found favor with God hallelujah Amen. Favor with the Lord. Amen. Let's put our Bibles down. Amen. Whatever we have, let's clap our hands one more time to the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 God bless you. Amen. You may be seated. Amen, boy. Last week was that a runaway or what? A falling out, holy roller. Amen. I was, I, you know, I told somebody. I said I I, I wasn't getting near the pulpit. If I did, I was just near. That's all. Just walked by. I was not about to preach. I mean, God preached whatever needed to be. He said whatever needed to be said. Right. Hallelujah. So I'm not trying to do that. No, he it done. Okay. And so, what a service that was. I'm just trusting that we'll see the results of that uh, for. Months and years maybe to come, I don't know. God certainly moved on us, and uh, and I feel like he was pleased. I'm certainly pleased with that type of, and, and nobody nobody promoted it. Nobody worked anybody up to, you know, somebody said, it's your emotions. Well, yeah, it is, but, you know, it's just nobody just made us do that. Nobody said we're going to have a shouting service. We, it just happened, and I love those spontaneous, amen, moves of God that we respond to. Amen. And it just moves on us. Honestly, I do not believe that very many of us actually, amen, even come close to fathoming the depth of God's grace and his favor and his love for his people. I, I his or his creation. I don't I just don't think. I think that I think that we're there and we're trying to get there and I think we're honest and I think we do love God, but but I, I don't think we get I don't think I get it. I don't Amen. The psalmist caught sight of something from God when he, when he wrote the 23rd Psalm. And just to use a couple of those verses, uh, there was something coming from somewhere else that motivated these men to write. Amen. The Bible said holy men of God spake as they were moved upon by the Holy Ghost. That's another good reason for us if we don't have the Holy Ghost to receive the Holy Ghost because here's the number one thing. If they were in the Spirit when they wrote these things, we could sure understand it a lot better if we were in the spirit. This is the problem with, with religion today. People don't even believe you need the Holy Ghost. They believe the moment you re- you accept Christ or believe in God, then automatically you're filled with the Holy Ghost, which is totally not scriptural, okay? Uh, but but it, it, it's a confusion because of that. But, so, but I don't think, amen, that we got it. But watch this. These, this. This man had it. Verse 5, he said, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. That wasn't an accident. That wasn't just something to fill up space. You will do it right in the front of the devil, right in his presence. Amen. He's convinced some of us that if he shows up, he just shuts down everything. And guess what? If we believe that, that's what he does. Amen. But if you believe that God is in charge of all of this and in control of everything, then the devil can just do whatever he wants and it makes no difference in the world. When you start thinking that, things will be different. Amen. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. That's what's happening today here. My cup's running over. I'm being blessed and I'm being blessed on top of blessings. I'm getting extra blessings. Hallelujah. And then he prophesied something to himself and this was from God too because we're just low and lowly and sad and everything's wrong. No, no, no. Watch what he said in verse 6. Surely Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Why? Because I'm in love with him. Amen. And not only that, but he's in love with me. Amen. Mercy and goodness. Whew. Hallelujah. Somebody likened it to a little dog on a leash. You see little puppies that just follow you around? What is that? Oh, that's goodness and mercy. Wherever I go, they just—they just on my heels. Hey, you little puppies. You know they—they they want you to give them something. And they—what? That? Oh, that's just goodness and mercy. Just follow me, wherever I go. Hallelujah. Who did that? Oh, it's my relationship with Him. Hallelujah. Amen. Good things are about to happen to some of you. Amen. Mercy is given. Amen to some of you. Hallelujah. Amen. But this is how favor comes. Just want to get this. Genesis 6 and 5. And God saw the, I got to get this part in to make this message better. 6 and 5. And God saw that wickedness of man was great in the earth. And it, my mind immediately when I read that scripture again, I read it, I can't tell you how many times, no telling. Amen. But it went to our day and our time. All right. Amen. Wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of the heart was only evil continually. Watch this. Verse 6. And it repented the Lord. You talk about those feelings and emotions He's God. He's just not see the enemy would like for us to have him us think that he's some distant being sitting on a big throne somewhere with a long white flowing robe in the clouds. No Bible and Scripture for that. Hallelujah and it grieved him. There's some more of those emotions and feelings. It grieved him at his heart. Now, let me get down to some stuff here. In the year 2015, we're coming forward a ways now, just a couple years ago, 638,169 abortions of little babies right here in the United States, the good old land of the free and the home of the brave. Okay? Yeah, 638,000. Now, that's the, one of the last records they got. So that's pretty much an average yearly, amen. Now, they're saying that it has dropped somewhat due to birth control and this, and I'm not really sure how they do that. Uh, but, but, but it's kind of an average, 638,000 little babies, amen. Since Roe versus Wade in 1973, 50 million innocent children have been legally aborted in this country. Twenty-eight thousand one hundred and forty abortions were provided in Maryland. That's about the average per year. That was the last record was two thousand fourteen. Twenty-eight thousand, right here in our, our in our state. Proverbs six, sixteen through nineteen, verse sixteen said, "There are six things which God hates." Now that ought to grab our attention, right? Now, what is it that God really, really don't like? That ought to get our attention. Six things God that God hates. Yay, seven, <laughs> which are an abomination. Now, I don't know, in my studies, I'm feeling like an abomination is a step beyond just sin. You just mess up, and you sin, you know, everybody, you're going to make mistakes, and we repent daily, and we talk to God, I want to be close to you, and I want to have victory, and, but, but, but then it goes, and he just says something even worse than just a sin, and he says, this is an abomination. Amen. Amen. And verse 17, and here he names them. He said, a proud look. That's like arrogance. We're trained to be that way in America. You know that? And I'm not, I'm not down in America. I love America, and I love our flag. And the flag eaters become offensive. What? No, this is our country, all right? And don't, let anybody, don't let anybody do that to you. I mean, be proud of that. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands. I can stop right there. Hands that shed innocent blood. And heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet be swift, that be swift to running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. Listen, listen, back up to that first verse. You can't get any more innocent than an unborn, ba- I mean, even a baby. I hug the babies, pet the babies, make faces at them back here all around, making little squiggly noises all back here. Hey Amen. You know, th- th- I think they're innocent. But you even go further than that, it's still in the womb. Hallelujah. We got quiet on that one. I'm gonna change in a minute, all right. <laughs> then there's the glorifying of of the break I'm, I'm I'm using the word glorifying. It's like the thing to do as far as this world. Amen. The breakdown of the family. It was the sexual revolution of the sixties that started much of what we're having to deal with today. All right. In other words, here, here's just, I'm just, I'm just going to touch on this. One could divorce their wife or husband for any reason. Irreconcilable differences. I mean, I don't like her anymore. Okay, you can have a divorce. We'll write you one out. Okay. Hallelujah. I could go on about changes in our country that are not good for our country and certainly not pleasing to God. Now, we like to shout and we like to roll on the floor. But what about things we're dealing with today? Amen. Folks, some of us going to get to vote about here, and we do get to vote about it here pretty soon, all right? There's some things. Listen, I want favor with God. I want him to be in my corner, amen, when I, go, when I really get in the battle, all right, when I really need help, and that's pretty regular. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Oh, allow me to address a certain new view that a lot of us have, all right? Amen, about divorce and about a, a whole list of things that, that's been passed in this country. Uh, listen, that, you know, you can marry a person of the same sex right now, and that's okay. Uh, but listen, people can abort their babies. Uh, they can marry someone of the same sex. They can do anything they want to do as long as they leave me alone. That's just, Anybody kind of get that? Like, hey, well, that's you leave me alone, you go in your house and do whatever you do and I'll go in my house and I'll close the door and I'll do what I do I'm, I'm going to get right where we are folks, alright I could agree with that too, alright I could agree with some of that a little bit because I, mean, I, I can't run somebody else's life I can't tell them what to do but, but what if we're on a boat with a person who has a totally different lifestyle we're on a ship or a boat alright and you tell him, now, you stay on your side of the boat, and I'll stay on my side of the boat, okay? And, uh, you know, everything's going to be all right, right? That's how you do it. You stay over there, I'll stay over here, and everything will be fine. But let me ask you this question. What if he decides to drill a hole in the boat on his side of the boat? We're in the same boat whether you like it or not, folks. What's made this country great, and I know we had hard-headed white men. I understand that. We're taught that, all of that stuff. I don't agree with everything that, that, that America's done. But but it's great enough that everybody in the world wants to come here. And a lot of that is those basic Christian beliefs that yeah. we stood for I know I know people had a you know a whole different view now and we believe in more in grace and we've learned a little bit more about grace thank God that we did but the foundation is still there and the enemy is trying to rip that tear that out by the roots amen and turn people against America. I'll be the first one to tell you, America's in trouble. America needs revival, always has needed revival. Amen. But if we'll go back to praying, we've told God he's not welcome in our schools. We don't want God around. People are real quick to tell you that. Amen. And now, you know, people's killing each other, and we don't know what to do. I'll say this I'll say I'm not trying to cross anybody's politics, but if it does, so be it. All right? I've got to have liberty up here. This country has been loaded with guns since before the Civil War. And we didn't have all that trouble. There's something core that's going wrong in here somewhere. There's idiots out there running around shooting people. And, and, and please excuse me here. So I'm just going to end this for some of y'all right now because now, maybe, maybe politics is stronger to you than your God and your bishop and your pastor. You have to decide that, all right? Amen. But, but people's trying to destroy this country. Amen. But it's an inside job, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. We can pass all the laws we want. I not we have this crazy idea. We, somebody's saying, do something. Well, I'm not willing for people just to do something. Just do something. And so in emotions, people just go past more laws. And we have this crazy idea that every shooter and every crazy person that's got a gun out there is going to like, oh, that's going to help them. No, it's going to be more trouble on you and on me and on you. If we decide to have a gun, that's a law you can decide not to. That's, a, that, that's fine. That's okay. But, but, but it's not going to help anybody that wants to do harm to somebody. Right. Nothing. I don't know, we have 200 and something laws already on there. I can't tell it's done a thing. They just get their machine gun out or whatever they got and shoot people down. Amen. But somebody might just be drilling a hole in the boat. And you're on it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beware. Here's one other thing I want to talk about. Amen. Tolerance. That's the big word. Tolerance. Tolerance. In today's world demands... I mean, tolerance just means different from what you can look in the Webster's Dictionary and say, this is what tolerance means. It means different today, amen, all right? Tolerance in our day, in our world, it demands, here's what it means now. You gotta get this, because it's this a new day and I'm getting old, okay? It demands an affirmation of all kinds of behavior, no matter how unnatural or immoral. Now, that's what it means today. That means what I do to be tolerant, you've got to agree with me. In fact, I'm not going to shut up. I'm going to be in your face. I'm going to wave up a flag in front of your house. I'm going to do everything I can. That's what toler- that's not what tolerance really means. Right. It means you leave me alone I'll leave you alone. <laughs> so you have to, we have to understand what we're dealing with. I think I'm pretty tolerant with that. But people don't think of, that's why they're going to start arresting preachers. Right. That's why we're going to start jail ministries, brother, right. Right. <laughs> from the inside. Now, if you want to, if you if you want to just surrender to all that, you go ahead. I, I've lived for this, I've lived too long, amen. And preach this message. It's just it, it it it. They they ran out of ink almost printing this stuff clear as a bell in the scripture. And for us to just overlook that and say, oh, it's a new day now. Hey, not for me. Hallelujah. I'm still going to preach, amen. The power of God. Amen, that can change a life from top to bottom, inside out. Amen, God can heal us, bless us, deliver us. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But, but, but I will get back on something that might make you shout a little more. I mean, this just kind of sounds like Noah's day. It just made God sick. That's not what he made them for. By the way, it, it's, not a, it, it, it's not a secret that Sodom and Gomorrah, what they were destroyed for. Not a secret, and remember, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Somebody said that's Old Testament, so that's our schoolmaster. That's where we look back and see what God blessed and what He cursed. That's where you. That's how you tell. That's how you tell what God likes and what He don't likes. That's just, that's what it is. All right. So we think God's just going to wink at that and overlook that and let that slide because we're you know in a new century now. hey listen I'm just being the bishop that's all I'm doing you can take this and throw it in the trash can if you want okay you can never look back that's your choice okay that's the you know that's how I'm preaching this I'm not trying to hold a gun to your head and make you do what I'm not no okay but somebody needs to sound amen the alarm somebody needs to say this is where we stand Hallelujah. Amen. Some of you some of you young people are in college and have been in college. You're sitting in class with some kind of liberal. Amen. They're going to teach you, amen, that we came from a little worm. It came out of the ocean somewhere. You know, and listen, listen the more I study this creation, the more I look at this, amen. I don't have to prove anything. I'm not running for office. Amen. You can agree or disagree. It doesn't matter. But just looking at this thing, how God created, amen, the human body. And it just happened. Amen. It just happened that my kids, had, I wanted them to have beautiful blue eyes like my wife. I wanted at least one of them. Amen. The black hair was all right. But guess what? My, the brown eyes are, are predominant. And so they, 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 you know, they, they all have brown eyes. I'm like, well, I'll keep them. I'm not going to throw them away. but, <laughs> But I wanted them to have blue eyes. <laughs> you think that just... Not only did he create us, but he created us male and female. You know, it has to, to for a tree to reproduce. A tree has to have a male tree and a female tree. Right. Oh, when the big explosion happened, oh, we well, got a male and a female now. Now they can reproduce and have little children, and they'll look like mommy and they'll look like daddy. Amen. I this, this is this this didn't. But you'll learn or you'll be taught silliness like that. And somebody said, "This is science." I said, "Yeah, that's why they have warehouses full of science books." that they're no good anymore because they've moved on and found out different from that. They don't tell you that. Science is ever-changing. Thank God for science. We're certainly not against that. But you talk about a book, hallelujah, when God created a man in his own image, hallelujah. And he said it's not good that man should be a man. didn't even know that he had a need. God knew what his need was and he still knows what his need is. He needs a wife. He needs a helpmate. Hallelujah. Amen. You don't go wrong by getting in God's word. Amen. And studying God's word. Hallelujah. But all of this mess going on in the world today. Amen. It was just like it was. It seems to me like in Noah's day. But Noah right in the middle of all of that. He found favor with God. He found grace in the eyes of the Lord. That's what the King James says. what was it that God saw in Noah that he did not see in the others? That's the question after all is said and done. After I done shook some of y'all up, all right? Hallelujah. Maybe it was the constant, fixed, steady, onward spirit. I'm just, this is what I, I do. This is what I'm, this is who I am. They can do whatever they want. They can be cussing each other out and killing each other and doing all that sinners do. Okay, but Noah, so this, Genesis 6 and 9 gives us a little little thing here that might help us. Genesis 6 and 9 tells us that Noah was a just man and perfect. That word perfect in the original simply means mature, okay, in his generations. And Noah walked with God. Hallelujah. He walked with God. It seemed to me like he was steady. This description of Noah was was much different from how God saw the rest of the world. Okay? So so to me that's saying that there's a reason that God favored Noah. All right? So we can do something about our position with God. It's like we're just gonna like accept Christ and now yeah I believe he died, rose again, and I'm just gonna drift along and where it no no. There's something we can do that will actually get God's attention on us. It did here. Amen. So this was obviously the main reason God gave Grace to Noah. In 1 Peter 2 and 9, amen, watch what Peter said about the church. He said, But you are a chosen generation. Yes. God picked you, He handpicked you. All right? Amen. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. You're going to be different, it's going to set you apart. Not going to be run-of-the-mill, all right, because God's not run-of-the-mill. That you should, Here's why. That you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. The very definition of the word church simply means, it's a, it's a word in the, in the Greek, it's ecclesia, and it means called out once. So, so, so we are different, all right, not weird, but different, all right. Noah found grace in the eyes of God. Amen. Uh, He he found grace because of his disposition, because of his character, amen. God knew that he was not a quitter. You find that out a little later because he worked 120 years, amen, on a building, you know, building the ark and warning the people. He preached during that time, too, with no converts, zero. Nobody came to his altar, not that we know of. God never gave Noah the idea either, they will just throw this in, that he could just build the ark any way he wanted to. Any way you please is fine. No, he didn't. Amen. He was instructed to put one door in the ark. One way to get in that place. One way. Amen. Amen. To use gopher wood. It was a type of cypress. Room shalt thou make in the ark. Pitch it within and without uh, with pitch. Noah stayed and obeyed all the instructions of God and built the vehicle that carried Noah and his family out of the wrath of God. It's a type of the church going up. Amen. When the rapture takes place, it's called the ark of God in numerous places in the scripture. Amen. I it, it took him up and then all hell broke loose. And you don't want to be here after the rapture takes place. You don't want to miss the rapture. You want to be ready, amen, when God calls his bride home. And somebody shout amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But that's how you find favor with God. Psalms 42. Amen. And I'll just move along here. Verses 1 through 3. what's what David did. David was, and here he was, moved again, I believe, in the Holy Ghost. Amen. As the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. What a statement. I'm hungry for you I'm thirsty for you I'm not interested in a sermonette and an offering and two songs and in dismissal I'm not interested in somebody just you know just blessing me a little bit and putting some holy water no no I, I want a, a relationship with you God verse 2 he said my soul thirsteth for God for the living God when shall I come and appear before God my tears have been my meat day and night amen while they continue to say continuously saying to me where is thy God none of that that stopped him. Where is he? But he knew there was a God, and he just kept praying and he kept pushing and he kept believing and trusting God. Obviously, David found favor, the favor of God. Amen. This could be this could be a strong hint to all of us. Amen. My soul thirsteth after God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Favor with God. Just remember the conditions. This is for somebody, specific, all right. Not going to call a name. Amen, amen. The conditions are very seldom right for revival. Get all this lined up, all this right, everything good. Then we'll have. Then God can move. God just seems to break down the door. He just takes over our worship. He just takes over the no preaching today. All right, hallelujah amen, we cannot focus too long on all the bad and all the ugly that goes on around us, we can't, can't do that not to have revival, I love how the wise man said it in Ecclesiastes 11 and 4, amen he that observeth the wind shall not sow, he that regardeth the clouds shall not reap, he's speaking of the farmer, This is the farmer had to plant, I mean that was his living he had to make it so if it was clouded it was a little too cold, a little too chilly listen, we got to get those seed in the ground, All right. Either observe it. Through. You you can't pay a whole lot of attention to the winds that are blowing. You On the cloudy, rainy days, you can't pay a whole lot, or you won't get the seed in the ground, and guess what? You won't receive a, a harvest. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Listen, I'm going to praise him before I get in where I can get my blessing. I'm going to bless him first. Hallelujah. I'm going to enter in with thanksgiving. Be thankful. Be grateful. And bless his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. David made all kinds of mistakes and committed. This is to help us too right here. Because we think those people in the Bible, they were all perfect, especially those God. No, 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 no. No, in the middle of their problems and their mistakes and their mess-ups and all of that, God blessed them anyway. Amen. It's a matter of the heart, folks. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. David made all kinds of mess-ups and mistakes and committed some serious sins, yet he had favor with God. Why? Because he sought after God. For years, for years, I thought he's a man after God's own heart. I misunderstood that, Brother Ruck. I just mistook that. He's just like God. No, that didn't mean that. It's it mean it's too simple for me sometimes. He was after God. He was he was after him. I'm after you, God. Hallelujah. Somebody wrote a book called God Chasers. Amen. Years ago, several years back. That that's what he was. Amen. He was just searching and seeking and and chasing after God and pressing toward God. I think he was the one that said, or Paul I think said, we press toward the mark, the prize, the high call. I'm preaching y'all. We press toward that, the prize, the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. I you don't give up. You don't quit. Amen. Listen, if we give ourselves, if we give ourselves an option, it, it, the pressure will get on us hard enough, tough enough, tough, that we will take that option. But you're going to have to take your, if you want to accomplish something for God, you're going to have to take those options away from yourself. We, we're going to look for an easy way. That's just normal. That's just natural. Amen. But you do that in the good days. Say, you know what? Listen, God, this is what I'm doing right here. Our old high school principal that taught us some algebra and taught us you know, uh, math, and they'll say he, he was our principal, but he taught some classes amen uh in high school uh, he told he said he quit smoking he said here's how I did it he said I, he'd smoked for years I think two packs a day or something like that but he said I told everybody all my fox hunting buddies and all my friends I told everybody I quit smoking I quit I give a talk bad about the cigarettes but he said then I but he said there were times that I would have picked him up and started but he said I done told everybody I was gonna quit and I was too embarrassed and too ashamed of myself to say I was a quitter and I couldn't do it. Amen. We need to love God and tell everybody we love God. Yeah. We did sign a I'm a church goer. Amen. I go to church on Sunday. But oh, There'll come a time, there'll come a time you won't feel like going to church. Right. You'll take that option, man, I'm just going to stay here today. Okay, I'm not getting anywhere. Okay, I'm not, no, no, no. That's the option. Listen, I can't do that. I settled that a long time ago. Amen. Good days, bad days, don't matter. we will going to be in the house of the Lord. That's how you find favor with God. Amen. Not only that, that's how you find your favor with your boss or your school teacher. Be there on time. Stay late if you have to. Amen. I'll do this. That's how you become a boss. Praise God. It's simple. Amen. Praise God. Peter denied the Lord three times in one night. God said, you, you got the keys. <laughs> Didn't change a thing because it was what was on the inside of Peter. Thomas, amen. Thomas was a self proclaimed doubter. I won't believe he, I don't believe he resurrected. I don't believe he's alive. Well, he may have resurrected, but I don't believe he came back to life and y'all saw him. Thomas said, I believe it if I see him. When I see him, I believe. We got people, <laughs> some of us are just like that. Amen. But when they were, listen, when Jesus finally came in and they were, the disciples were in that, you know, they were in that room out of fear. They were afraid. The Pharisees were after them. The Romans were after them. And they were in that room with the door closed. And Jesus walked in that door. You know, some of us, super spiritual people, we'd thank God we'd go straight straight to the ones who were spiritual and had everything right. Think that, stay with me just a minute. We'd think, you know, man, so and so, they just barely here. They missed church last week. You know, they ain't paid their tithes. You know, we could name all kinds of stuff why you can coming to them. But when Jesus, listen, we don't understand Jesus. Hallelujah. When he walked through that door, through the door, not with it open, just came in. Scripture sounds like it. That's what he just walked right through the wall. And there he was. He didn't go to all those super spiritual disciples. It almost sounds like I'm preaching against that. No. No, I I want us to do right and act right. we got a ways to go. But when he got through the door, he said, Thomas, come here. Thomas, come here. You know what we would do, that emotion? That he's got, and we got it from him. Amen. We said, You know, Thomas, you heathen, you didn't believe me. I've been telling y'all. We'd had a sermon for him. We'd preach to him a little bit. Come here, boy. (laughs) Slap your. No, Thomas, come here. Amen. His heart was, his heart was. Fixed on Thomas. You know, he's, he's he seeks after us. He longs to have a relationship with us. Amen. Hallelujah. And he said, Thomas, put your hand in my hand. Thrust your hand in my side. A big old gash, a big old ugly place. Amen. Somebody said that's the only thing, amen, from the world that's going to be in heaven. It's going to be the scars, amen, that he's got. He got those here in the house of his friends. Hallelujah. Praise God. But he is after you. You may feel like I don't qualify. Neither do I. I can't preach. Neither can I. Y'all can tell that. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, God's got a place for you. Praise Praise God. God. I I feel this. Hallelujah. Mm. So what kept people in favor with God? What got them a special place with God? One of the things they did, they took it seriously when God said, everything that hath breath, praise the Lord. who, Who gave us an option not to give praise. Who told us we had an option? They didn't discount or simply smile about the psalmist writing, "Shout with the voice of triumph and leap for joy." We just we read that, and you know, like, and I, I'm not even gonna look at you. Hope you don't raise your hand. Okay, I'll be like the guy, Pastor and Sister Melissa, like he looks over the people. He never looks at anybody. I want to see y'all. Okay, <laughs> I want to see response. Sometimes, Hallelujah praise God Mm. who told us who told us that we didn't need to leap God told us we did and we give ourselves permission and say man I'm not about to do that well God told you to do it we we harp on the baptism y'all already heard me do that that's what he said to do and we do it but when he says shout and when he says leap and when he says dance when he says, Clap your hands. Paul even said, I've become a fool for Christ. Maybe that's why God gave him favor. Hallelujah. He said, Well, he was perfect. I mean, he was smart and he talked, he spoke several languages, and, and man, the guy the guy was just just awesome. But but why did he say, Oh, wretched man that I am? He saw himself like he really was. When he said, Oh Lord, when I would do good, evil is always there present with me. The things I want to do, I don't do. And those things I don't want to do, I do them. Why did you say that? That's telling me that Paul was confessing that he was a human being and he made mistakes. Us apostolic Pentecostals don't like to look at that like that. We don't like, but, but that is what the scripture says. All right, Hallelujah, Amen. Let, let me let's let's get you stand here, okay? I, this thing goes on and on, but I am going to close here, Amen. God's in the house right now, Amen. But, but, but see, they, they didn't they didn't just go through the Bible and, and take what they wanted and discount the rest. Right. Oh, yeah, don't do that. You know, No, they just took it seriously. Philippians 3 and 12. Here, here, here's what Paul said again. He said, not as though I had already attained. In other words, the, the, the best way to get out of God's good graces is to feel like you've arrived. Right. Went to church, prayed got baptized, I'm in now, I'm in, now, I'm not here to judge anybody, I'm just talking about finding favor with God, how do you get favor with God, and there is a possibility that God can start favoring us, you know, Brother Cornwell, I, pre- I, I probably, I've claimed I've almost heard every sermon he preached for years, and we grew up pretty close together, but he said something, I've already said this here, but I'm going to say it again, please forgive me if, if, if I'm boring you with this. But he preached it and put it in words that I've been believing for years. I just didn't say it somehow. But he just, I said, I believe that. But he said, You keep giving to God. And that's a faith. That's a faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. Now, I'm here to take another offering. Not doing that. Okay. But, but, but I have to say this if you can't give to God, that means your faith is just almost no faith. I, I believe that when we give, Sister Jan. That's how you get him to give you to us. Give and it shall be given. Right. Simple. But, but when we don't give, that's a sign. That shows everybody we don't believe that. Right. What else do you not believe? Hallelujah. Amen. I, my wife can vouch for this. We've given all of our, all of our, cleared our check out, checkbook. Totally. Oh, yeah. Have a car note have house rent to pay, all, just like everybody else. And then, like, just pray and hope that God helps us. And it, we've done that for years. Now, a bookkeeper, drive a bookkeeper, and somebody does fine, it just drive him nuts. You just don't do that. Right. <laughs> but that's how we've done that, and that's how we've lived. We got any money? Well, we'll just give it to them. I mean, and that's not, now we're giving, some of us and some of you, thank you for taking on a building fund. But we're doing that for us. When we buy a new carpet and we put the new we, we, that's not really given. That's not really given because we're going to get the benefit out of it. But I'm talking about giving it to a missionary that comes through and we don't ever see them again. By the way, Sister Debbie, we got to send that missionary in Africa over there. They need food. Okay, we got to send I got to get it from somewhere. Why do you do that? Because that's how you receive. And of course, pastor and Sister Melissa, they know this already. Not that they didn't already do it, because they give. But, but, you know, we just talk, well, what are you going to do? i said, well, we're going to give. We're going to give. Well, we don't have well, I don't care. We're going to give it. That's, that's faith in operation, folks. That's how it works. That's how you get stuff from God. But we just, you know, we look at it through a carnal reasoning, you know. There's too many scriptures about that in there. Hallelujah. I'm not going to get off on that. But hey, try God. That's what he said. God said, try me. Test me. He's challenging you. He said, see if I won't pour out a blessing on you that you don't have room enough to receive. Hallelujah. I tell the story about going to buy our house. It was just a rundown. I thought we were going to have to bulldoze it away. I mean, it was just bad old people, she was sick, he was almost to die, they foreclosed, we had cut, their, we'd already cut their grass, I'd cut it personally, cut their grass and just for free we do this, the grass growing up the church at least, maybe a couple times paid their mortgage for them, you know you just give, you just help people They don't. you don't help people so they can help you sometimes it does work out that way but when that thing came up for auction sale and so we had a guy coming to church here. I called him Money Man Bose. I never asked him for a penny. wasn't going to. All right, that's his money. He didn't owe me anything. Hey, Amen. He, We were riding one day. And he said, you going to that auction? I said, yes, I am. He said, well, I, y'all need down payment? I said, yeah, we need $18,000. $18,000. 18, but John understands this. He knows I don't have no money. Okay. He loaned us some money one time. <laughs> 18000 He said, you got $18,000? I said, no, I don't he said what you going to do I said I'm going to go to the bank and sit on the mercy seat <laughs> that's what I'm going to do <laughs> I want somebody and he drove a little while and he said you know what because we knew him. he came to church here and helped us do a bunch of stuff for him. he said you know what he said I'll just, I just write you a check for that I said Brother Kelly you, you don't have to feel obligated he said no no, no. I and then we drove a little while and nothing was said and he said I'll tell you what he said I'll just give you cash <laughs> Listen, the miracle's not over yet. Well, hey, he, I thought it was a miracle. He he put in a grocery bag, brother Ruck. I think he got it out of his freezer. He's deep freeze. It was cold. You hear about cold cash? That was cold cash. It was it, it was like I had it in a grocery bag, all wrinkled up. Brought my wife. I said, Hey, I brought I brought groceries. Look at here. I said, Get this to the bank quick as you can. Okay, take the gun with you because somebody's gonna try to rob you. you know, I'm kidding. Yeah, but 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 yeah, we we had the money at the thursday night before that friday auction i said here's what i want to pray about it's, it's going to auction that means other people's going to be bidding on that house and i said here's here's my request let's pray that nobody shows up but us that was i just kind of a probably god dropped that in my brain i, I couldn't think of that you know this just nobody shows up but us we got there at the courthouse the, the, Auctioneer was there. and He has a little microphone, a little setup ready to go. And he kept looking at his watch, and he kept looking, you know. And waiting. It was just us, like a park bench out there. Brother Kelly went with me. We just the two of us there. And finally, the guy's phone was ringing. And finally, he said, "Are we the only ones?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "I said, where's the other?" He said, "He said they they down in Ellicott City. He said they got the wrong address. He said they went to they went to a courthouse down there somewhere. There's people down there. Yay. Nobody here." Think, you think God won't bless you if you make a commitment that I'm going to give, I'm going to give it to your glory. Amen. I don't need nothing back. But God's not going to leave it that way. God's going to help you out in return. Amen. I don't know how many people were down at that, that Ellicott City at the wrong courthouse. But I know that God confused them somehow and they got the wrong address. And he said, well, how much do you want to give for? We, we got it for the price of what that property would cost. Okay that's what we bid and he said well I guess you know I guess nobody's here to bid against you so you got it you know one bid and that was us All right, God will take care he always has he always will take care of his people hallelujah glory thank you Jesus try God just try God hallelujah praise God hallelujah praise God Paul never felt like he was spiritually enough close enough to God I press I'm fighting the good fight I'm pressing onward, but I'm not stopping it caught God's attention I wonder what we I wonder what would happen and I'm trying to close I wonder what would happen if we, we really did enter into his gates with thanksgiving now I'm not complaining about our worship and praise here I, I wonder what would happen you know I go on back a ways not too many people here are older than I am now it's kind of worked out that way I remember Brother Green at the country church where I first felt God's really strong, God's pride. I felt it in the Baptist church earlier, but got to that Pentecostal church. I remember being at church early and seeing those country folks drive up. Some of y'all might relate to this, the parking lot. Just a kid, I'm like 10, 11 years old. And they would squeal, kind of like Sister Green squeals. You could hear, real high, can't get that high. And they would run the, the... two cars or troll pickups or something, the country folks, and they would run and they would greet each other and they would shout, woo, in the parking lot. They would shout and then they would begin to speak in tongues, which that was like really weird to me. How like, what were they doing? They were happy. They were coming in with thanksgiving. Amen. And then before they even got to the courts, they were praying. The courts were out there somewhere. And I saw that over and over. I saw them shout in the aisles. You know, if we got... Amen. To the point where we so, say, you know, God, my whole purpose in life is to please you. My whole my whole deal, God, I, I, I want to make you happy, God. I want to I bless you. How do you do that? You bless the church. You give people right directions. This is what we ought to do. We ought to, we ought to praise God. We ought to magnify him. We ought to always worship him and lift him up. Hallelujah. Praise God. Y'all gotta- God, praise God, Amen. So we need favor with God. We need favor. We need favor. We can't make it without Him, folks. We can't. Brother Harv, I've got to have God. Part of me, part of me is, is just, you know, naturally friendly. I mean, I, I just, I just say I, I can be friendly. I can put my hand out. It's pretty but there are times that we're tested we don't feel like being friendly I could be the bishop I could sit up here and not smile look spiritual look deep, look wise God won't let me do that I didn't put the word bishop on my title, I didn't do that, somebody else did that Amen. I, 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 you know, and I'm not trying to lower myself beyond where God's called me, Amen. But, but, but I'm a human being just like you. We are in this together, Amen. And if we do that, if we stick together, that should be a huge gap, a huge difference. Amen. He's, he's fighting too. He's, he's battling too. He's being tested too. Amen. But, but that doesn't give me a, an excuse or reason to be unfriendly with you and not nice to you. I can't do that. Amen. So I do that so you'll help me here and we'll reach over to somebody that's getting a little uneasy. Hey, how you doing? I'm pretty good, how are you? We're just checking. Hallelujah. I can't stay up here when people think we're gonna offer them up for a burnt offering like first-time guests i just go back there where they are and say, hey, how are you making it? You know, you okay? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm good. They lie. <laughs> there's some good things about to happen here, folks. I feel I've said it before. Every like pastor says every evangelist that comes through he says, Oh my goodness, there's something here. It's called the Spirit of God. And it's in a bunch of good folks who love God. Amen. And you know what? I believe God's going to favor us, and he's favoring us. And don't worry about the building. We're a little, you know, we've been tested a little bit with that. I don't know the guy. He may be the greatest guy in the world, but he's holding us up, and I'm praying for him. How about it? Hey, it'd be easy not to like the guy, okay? But we don't know him, all right? Hey, in fact, why don't we do this? Why don't we practice? Why don't we just put a blessing on him right now? Sight unseen. God, you know who the guy is. Amen, you, you know his signature is what we need right now. Amen, we need to get the dirt moving out here. We need the concrete out here. We need the builders out here. Amen, in Jesus' name, Lord, we release a blessing to that man right now in the name of Jesus. Bless him. That's what the Bible tells us to do. Bless and curse not. Amen, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Somebody shout amen. Amen. I don't know. Bless y'all. I want favor. I said I want favor, hallelujah. Favor of God, Jesus, hallelujah. Says shout, I'm gonna shout, amen. Sing, just sing, hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together, hallelujah.
1: victorious. You are mighty. You are omnipotent. There is none that can compare. You are holy. You are righteous. You are magnificent. You are victorious. You are mighty. You are omnipotent. There is none that can compare. I've come to bless you. I will sing unto the Lord and bless his holy name. I will sing unto the Lord for he is worthy to be praised. I will sing unto the Lord and bless his holy name. Because you are holy, you are righteous, you are magnificent, you are victorious. You are mighty, you are, you are omnipotent, there is none that can compare. Because you are holy, you are righteous, you are magnificent, you are, magnificent, you are, are victorious, victorious, you are mighty, you, you are omnipotent, there is
2: none that can compare. I uh, want y'all to join us in prayer, real quick, before we get too carried away. Uh, just to let y'all know, uh, Bishop is going in for a cardiac cath tomorrow, because um, it basically he's going to see, the first time he went in and he got one done, they said the blockage is where they couldn't get to him. So, but he's going now to see a specialist that his his own doctor referred him to that said that these guys are pretty much miracle workers. I'm, I'm taking him down there tomorrow, so I just want y'all to join us in prayer for him, because the whole the whole reason he's going down there is because he you know he's gets winded and he's it, he, it probably annoys him more than anybody else because he knows what he used to do and he, he's getting old but then that's his heart, is, he shouldn't be getting old like that so we just want to pray for him because and again I'll just let y'all know what's going on and I want y'all to pray with him before him now because he's going in if they can't do anything they're not they're not going to experiment on him and just you know and just you know poke him and see what happens they're going to go in there and if they can do something they will but, but they'll only do it if they are 100% positive it's great it's fine so I want y'all to pray with us and with him that one everything will go fine two they'll find less blockage than they thought was in there and three it'll be a blockage that they can fix and everything's going to be fine so I want y'all we're going to pray for him right now because this is a praying church and we've said it before, I, don't want, I wouldn't want anybody else praying for me but this church. You could put up any church, anybody else in front of and say, would you rather your church pray for you or Brother Rice Church or somebody else or, or anybody else, Brother Bernard, the superintendent, I would want this church praying for me. And I know he feels the same way because there is nobody has anything on this church in any department, especially prayer. So we will, um, let's just all pray together for him. Oh, yeah. Actually, can we get brother brother Young and brother to come up? Just want to get all of y'all together here. We, uh, oh.
0: amen. Doctor do, Carey, would you mind coming? I don't know why, but I, you, she's a cardiologist, and so it has to do with my, my heart. It's, I want to talk to you about it a little later, all right? maybe after church if you don't mind. Just just thinking about that. Amen. I, you know, I don't know many doctors that don't have faith. I'm a little selfish right now, all right? You know, a doctor that's been in there and look, they know there's a, a power beyond them. And I, I've numerous times we've talked to doctors, you know, well, you must have been a miracle or something. They have more faith than we do because they see the inside of a person in that part. And so that's—I think that's my reasoning right here. Amen. And I do have confidence in you and uh, your connection with God and your faith. And He said, "All things are possible." I already told God if this is the way you want me to live my life out I'll, I'll be willing to do that and do the best I can I've made quite a few adjustments but if you can see fit God and my, my cardiologist has a lot of confidence in these guys he didn't call them miracle workers but it came close he said they're very innovative and of course we know that new things are being discovered daily almost and maybe daily just so I'm thinking that they can It's just a hope. And so if I do, y'all know who I'm going to. Of course, I'm going to thank the doctors, but I'm going to give praise to the God that we're talking to and believing in right now. Thank y'all so much.
3: Let's pray. In the name of Jesus, God, we ask you right now, God, touch this heart, touch this body. Let your healing virtue flow right now upon him. In the name of Jesus, we bind together right now, God, as a unit. We agree, God, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, let this healing virtue flow. Jesus' name. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord. We glorify you. We lift you up. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord. In Jesus' name. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Lord. Oh God. We thank you. We give glory to God. We give glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, glory, glory. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. You're awesome God. You're awesome in the house. Thank you Lord for your healing. Thank you Lord for your healing. Thank you Jesus.
0: just give him praise right now while we're being dismissed amen God bless you I love every one of you just in case you don't know it hallelujah I believe in God for you thank you for that prayer amen we accept it by faith in the name of Jesus hallelujah God bless you consider yourself dismissed stay as long as you want
1: righteous you are magnificent you are victorious you are mighty you are omnipotent there is none that can compare you are holy you are righteous you are magnificent you are victorious you are mighty you are omnipotent there is none that can compare Come in, bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Let everybody come in. Bless his name. Bless his name. Bless his name. Let everybody come in. Bless his name. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Let everybody come in. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Joy, let everybody come in, leave for joy, leave for joy, leave for joy, let everybody come in, leave for joy, victory, victory, let everybody come and claim victory, 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 let everybody come in, bless his name, bless his name, bless his name, let everybody come in.
0: Holy, you're righteous. I'm sorry, let me make an announcement please, real quick here. The Connie Greeley memorial service will be right here at 5 o'clock. And I, I'm thinking that everybody's invited that would like to come back. We're going to spend a little time with the Scram and the Greeley family. 5 o'clock, amen, right here, amen. A kind of a going away party, amen, for Connie Greeley. Hallelujah. Celebration. God bless you. That's at 5 o'clock this evening if you can make it. Amen. Bless the Scram family.